This is Reality Realty. The views and opinions expressed on Reality Realty or any of the articles presented do not represent the views and opinions of the station, of the Northumberland Hills Association of Realtors, of any real estate brokerage, or of any other realtor. There simply are views and opinions at this time. The information given is designed to be informative and helpful. You should always consult with a professional when buying or selling your home. A big part of the reason that Northumberland County is so popular to move to and live in are the people. And today we're going to be focusing on the people who own local businesses and services here in Northumberland County, serving Northumberland County, and helping to make this a place that people love to live in and love to move to. And what we're doing today is we're paying it forward. And this is a special series we started uh, with the COVID crisis. And it's where Northumberland 89.7 FM and Reality Realty are taking the opportunity to pay it forward by featuring and promoting amazing people in their businesses. And then we give those very people a chance to direct us to a local business or service that they appreciate in the community and they pay it forward and we get a chance to feature and promote them and their entrepreneurial efforts. And so I'm Dale Bryant and I'm a local real estate broker with Royal Page Pro Alliance Realty Brokerage and this is Reality Realty. And this morning I have with me Caroline Bryant, my wife, and Caroline is also a mortgage broker with Dominion Lending Centers Alliance. Good, good morning, morning, Dale. It's me again. It's you again. Yes, it's us again. Second round of Pay It Forward. Yeah, I like this topic. Yeah, it's a, just a a good thing to do, and and we're meeting people that we haven't met before. Some people. Yes, we've lived in Coburg for how long? And. Yeah, we're being introduced to, to people. new people. Yeah, some we, people we do know yep. or know of, but other people are just brand new on our radar. Yeah, it's great, and it's fantastic. Really so, Caroline, yes, Dale, we're still in this COVID crisis. Yes. Although businesses around the world are opening up uh, more and more. I mean, the doors are cracking open, but I think on most of them, they're being shoved wide open. In some places, yes. In some places, yeah. It seems Ontario is a little more cautious. Thank goodness. Than some places. So when I did the stats on Sunday evening, they were still they were still showing a slow market. <clears throat> so since we're still experiencing the slow COVID-19 market, uh, the snapshot report once again this week is just going to be a little bit of a summary by saying, Sales over the past month are only 52% of the volume we had same time last year. 
And that small volume of sales has actually taken 50% longer on average to sell. We're seeing more listings though, right? Yeah. I guess, you know, people are, the weather's getting warmer now. Well, well, it isn't, it isn't. It one, isn't, it isn't. <laughs> one yeah. day you get up, it's warm, and the next day it's cold. So mm -hmm. it's a bit of a crazy weather cycle and, we're dealing with too. And people have been holding off for so long. Right. I think they're just anxious to get going. Sure. And uh, so I, I definitely think next week already, I think we'll see those numbers. I anticipate we'll see those numbers move up. All right. And if they do, then I'll get into my full snapshot review. Okay. Carolyn, mortgage rates. What no are they change. looking like? Yeah, no change from last week. Still available if you qualify is 2.54 on a five-year fixed. And for a five-year variable, you can get prime minus 0.2. So prime is 2.45 right now. So that would make your interest rate 2.25%, which is a really good rate. So they're great rates. So if yep. business does pick up and if you still have a job, have employment, and if you haven't had to go into Hawk and borrow on a line of credit or right. off your credit cards, and you're still in decent shape to be approved by the lenders... And if you're not working for a business that's filed for bankruptcy. Wow. Or just closed. It's doom and gloom right here. Yeah. And if you if you still have the same hours as you had prior. Yes. I, I would say, I mean, I've said this, I don't know how many times over the years that you've had me on, which are you five years now doing this show? Yeah, you better get some new material. So, <laughs> five years, I've said it over and over again. Get a pre-approval done before you start home shopping. Mm -hmm. Now, more than ever, that message is just do it. Just do it because we're seeing, we're seeing things changing in the underwriting with lenders. And so don't just assume you're going to get a mortgage now. No. So if all those things line up for uh, folks and they still are in a position to purchase because they can get approved for their financing, or maybe they don't need financing, maybe they had investments, but they've lost. Right. Uh, investments have gone way down. Are they willing to pull them out at this point or are they hoping that their investments will rally because maybe they were a player? in the real estate market eight, 10 weeks ago, but maybe they're not today because their resources have taken such a hit. But anyways, <clears throat> yeah, a little bit of doom and gloom there, but if for the rest of the people who might be interested, I think the market's going to be. Yeah. And good. I'd like to mention again too, I think I mentioned this on another show that the government was going to look at, or they were going to introduce a new stress test. And I believe it was supposed to come into effect April 8th, I believe. Then when this virus hit, they came out with a statement that they were not going to do anything with the stress test. I have seen a little bit of information that's probably going to 
that the government will probably look at it again. I'm not sure if it will be what they were thinking of implementing on April 8th. I, I don't know how that's going to play out. We haven't received any more information. But as of today, we still have the original stress test, meaning you have to qualify at a five-year posted rate of 5.04%. Mm -hmm. So yeah. just want people to remember that that's still in effect. All right. And the market might look very different. I mean, we've been forever, year after year after year, we are in a seller's market. And, right. and a seller's market, basically, when you think about what market you're in, are you in a a seller's market, a buyer's market, or a balanced market is a ratio of inventory that you have, meaning houses available for sale, and the rate at which they've been selling. And sure. so that's either in a percentage or in a, a number of months of inventory. You can sort of look at it both ways. And we've been in a seller's market always, year after year after year. There, there's usually sometimes a, a month in around Christmas time, in around the holiday season, where the the balance, the market gets close to a balanced market. But right now, we are in a balanced market. We are okay. under a twenty percent absorption rate. So it's a very narrow window. For a balanced market, it's a, a traditionally thought of as a fifteen to twenty percent absorption rate, and we are we are just under the twenty percent. So okay. it's very unusual for the market to be balanced. Okay. So any of these statistics that I share on snapshot, I research them from the matrix system, and that is the realtor component of the MLS system. Not to be confused with the movie. The, the matrix. matrix. No, no, okay. I'm not getting my stats from there. Okay. And Caroline, interesting yes. thing. Yes, yeah. Interesting thing. 2020 is a year of some noteworthy, strange events. Would well, you say? That's an understatement. Understatement. But it's also on a cheery note, it's a year for a bold and industry leading practice in the home building industry. Okay. And that is coming from Stallwood Homes. And Stallwood Homes has launched an intensive and sustainable initiative for 2020 this year through sustainable building practices and new recycling programs. Stallwood Home aims to reduce their construction waste by 50% over the next two years. Wow. Just think of a construction site and all the waste yeah. that's accumulating there. They're going to reduce that over the next two years by 50% is what their Amazing. goal is. Yeah. So Al Rose, he's the company president and he says that they'll be implementing state-of-the-art building systems and planning to minimize the future carbon footprint of their homes. And the Rose family, they've been building quality homes in Northumberland County since 1985. So they got four developments right now uh, where they're building. They're building in they're building in Coburg, Baltimore, Grafton, and Brighton. So if you're interested in purchasing a home 
that is from a builder who's being environmentally responsible, look them up on stallwoodhomes.ca. Well, you've been listening to Reality Realty coming to you from, what should we call this, the bunker? No. No? That sounds a little too It's been like a bunker, hasn't it? sort of. No, it's our home. Okay. You're listening to Reality Realty. Coming from your comfortable home office. You're coming from my comfortable <laughs> home office. And so after this break, we are going to get into our Pay It Forward segment. And we'll be talking to two very interesting folks. Okay, I'm looking forward to it. We'll be talking first to Steve Delacasa at the Woodlawn Inn, and you are going to be really surprised by what you hear in that interview. And then we're going to talk to Mary Schultz at the Black Cat in Coburg, a cafe, bakery, luchery, mm-hmm. and really delightful downtown conversation. Coburg, did downtown you say? Coburg. Right. So folks, don't go away. We'll be right back. Welcome back. This is Northumberland 89.7 FM's Reality Realty with Dale and Carol Ann Bryant. And we are going to start our Pay It Forward interviews. When I work with clients that are either out of province or even from another country, and they're looking for real estate here in Northumberland County, I often recommend that they take a look at the Woodlawn Inn for somewhere to stay. They come from a long ways away. Uh, they need a place to stay overnight. Maybe we're going to have a few days of viewing. They need some good food. And they always give me feedback that they love the accommodations and the food at the Woodlawn Inn. And when we think, us locals, when we think of a special meal, we often think of the Woodlawn Inn. If we're thinking of fine dining or pairing a meal with the right wine. The sommelier Steve Delacasa from the Woodlawn Inn will always come to mind. So the Woodlawn is serving the community during this COVID crisis in a new and very resourceful way. And it's not like you might have expected. You're gonna listen to this interview and it might make you think, hmm. Here's a phone interview I recently had with Steve Delacasa. Good morning, Steve, and thanks for joining me on our Pay It Forward feature. Good morning, Dale. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. It's uh, I'm doing well, and I'm doing lonely. <laughs> it's with this. <laughs> We're all isolating. <laughs> yes, exactly. So, Steve, can you tell us a little bit about the Woodlawn Inn history in Coburg? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Dale. So most of us have heard of the Woodlawn over the years. Um, The family came into Northumberland uh, 50 years ago, 1970, in the food service business. Mm -hmm. We had a restaurant north of Coburg called the Rendezvous Restaurant, uh, operating that roughly from 1970 to 1985. And uh, 
In uh, 1985, we purchased the property at Division Street uh, called The Woodlawn, and we opened it up as the inn and restaurant in 1988, and uh, we've been 32 years uh, as The Woodlawn. So the, uh, the family has been involved in food service since after World War II in different uh, locations, you know, Europe, Italy, Germany, Toronto, GTA, and then out to Northumberland. And yeah, uh, the Woodlawn is also a very special building in Coburg history that people may not be aware of. It, it was owned by Charles and Ebenezer Perry. Mm-hmm. Um, some of us may have heard of Perry Street down by the waterfront. Um, Ebenezer Perry was Coburg's first police commissioner. He was appointed head of our municipal government by the Crown. And he was tasked with starting a council and um, convincing locals to run for uh, council and for the mayor's office. Mm -hmm. And um, he owned, uh, he was quite a prosperous business person. He owned all the waterfront land between the Legion Village, where the Eco Garden is, all the way to the Breakers. And uh, those, those waterfront lands were known as Perry's Common. And then, you know, the town later developed Perry's Common into Victoria Park around 1910. So we owned the harbor, uh, what is now the trailer park. He was one of the three investors in the Coburg to Peterborough Railway. And um, he met his um, financial demise in 1860. And it was about 1860 is, is when the town acquired those waterfront properties. Wow, just a, um, yeah. a a real deep history here, Steve, and and obviously yeah. you love this history because you know it was just on the top of your head, even. So love history. Yeah. In my job, Dale, I've been really fortunate to meet with you know many town historians. You know, the Woodlawn being a place of hospitality and a place of accommodation met with many, many families who were doing, you know, family history, lineage, um, coming back to their roots, Mm -hmm. you know, displaced from several generations. So the stories uh, have kind of stuck. Well, you know, deep history on the actual building, uh, a deep history on your family and uh, running, being in the restaurant industry, and in particular, the Woodlawn is definitely been a longstanding pillar in our community as far as business goes and serving the community. And I'm thinking, Steve, about, you know, you come into a business and we tend to have our, our gifts and our skills and our vision on how we'd like to direct that business. And we we shape the business in, by using those skills and gifts and vision. But often the business gets to shape us as well. I was wondering if there's any way that comes to your mind how the woodlawn or the restaurant industry has actually shaped you? Well, sure. Sure, Dale. Well, the quick answer, it it certainly has. We have had to adapt to a changing hospitality environment over the last 20 years, starting with working with the internet and starting with how to move our services into a, like an online world. It's, it started with creating a website and showcasing our you know, hotel rooms and menu. 
and then ultimately it, it moved into being able to purchase those uh, services online. So um, mm-hmm. we, we've taken, I've, I've taken, you know, what I've learned in that realm and and converted it into trying to sell food products and wine online 24 mm. hours a day we have we we think we have a, a pretty um compelling offering in that you can pick up a phone or a tablet or a mobile device or a computer and you can see our array of products um with a couple of clicks you can purchase them and you can pick them up in as little as an hour. And we also, uh, you know, there's there's new kind of efficiencies. Like in the past, in the in the restaurant, we would run out of uh, lamb, a rack of lamb for the evening. So, okay, then we'd have to communicate that to all the staff on the floor, and uh, then you would have to communicate that to the customers. And you know, there's a bit of a process there. But uh, but with uh, with the online world, if uh, we want to add a product or delete a product on the fly that is done instantly mm-hmm. seamlessly right and there is a uh, it's uh you know it's a paperless uh, efficient quick way to to offer our goods and services and uh, so that is the new you know the new operating system, if mm-hmm. you will. Yeah, and so uh, so yeah. if I, if I could just interrupt for a second Stephen the the industry is basically shaped you into requiring you to become adaptable and to move on. And and you've basically taken us right to where I wanted us to go. And that is how this COVID-19 crisis has affected your business. And, and so, you know, you're, you're touching on yeah. the, the um, delivery and the sort of curbside pickup aspect and yeah. online marketing and I have been on your website and looking through your menu. And my goodness, if you weren't hungry when you s- clicked on your menu, you will be uh, very soon. Uh, <laughs> it, it absolutely all looks delicious. And I, I found a number of surprising items on your menu. Can you tell us a little bit about yeah. things you might not expect uh, to well, be on a well, menu sure. like that. Yeah, sure, Dale. Well, I mean, things that you might not have uh, seen, let's say if this was six months ago, you would not have seen wine for sale, or you might not have seen finished products, or uh, not finished, I mean, unfinished products. So, for mm-hmm. example, we have Otter Creek Farms Wagyu beef out of Kingston. And, you know, these are products that are available from one of our protein suppliers and we thought hey i mean maybe someone doesn't want a a steak uh, finished maybe they want um a case of six or eight frozen steaks and and cook them on their barbecue when when they want Mm -hmm. so things like that are are now available almost in a grocery store uh type offering we're selling teas and um you know some of these products our inventory that you know we don't have use for in the dining room. The we're very very appreciative to the province for allowing us to sell wine and alcohol and cocktails. That has been a very beneficial uh, lift to our to our services. Um, so, for example, I'm an accredited sommelier. I went to wine school. 
mm-hmm. when there is an entree. So, for example, if there's a lobster entree, what I used to do is I used to go to the table and talk about the wines that might pair nicely with this entree. Well, now I've just added those as uh, wine recommendations right next to the entree. So if you want an accredited professional opinion about mm-hmm. a wine that would go with a meal, you have it right there, a touch of a mouse. You can click on it. I've also used uh, our Facebook channel to do virtual wine tastings. Neat, so yeah. the wines that you see, you'll just um, there's a there's a section called Stevens Wines, and um, all of those wines in that list you can enjoy at home, and you can join me in the wine tasting of that wine. So we find that some guests are really enjoying that. I've I've watched a few of your videos and there you do a great job. I've I oh, yeah, really it's really engaging and I also noticed Steve you have a mailing list and a secret menu. There's a secret menu. It's yeah. not every day, it's not all the time. We have items that are in very short limited supplies so the chef and I thought well, let's just selectively distribute the information about these items, and then and then they sell out very quickly, and then they're gone. <laughs> yeah. So to get in the loop, so to speak, you would need to uh, sign up to our mailing list, and you would just go to woodlawnin.com, hit subscribe, and you would get the a secret menu as well as the announcements of the special dinners that we do so. We we have quite a lengthy uh, subscription list. You know, the business is quite a legacy business, so mm-hmm. you can just imagine how large it may be over the decades that we've been in business. For sure. And, so. and if somebody's getting ready for Father's Day and they would like to place an order, you had to post online that you were out. You were out of um, options there for Mother's Day. Uh, mm-hmm. you, you, can't, you can't wait for the last minute. And think no, you that you're going to be successful. Like when we go back to Mother's Day, a large part of that is simply uh, operations and production. There's just so many meals you can uh, facilitate and deliver per hour. So a lot of that is um, based on our, our supply chain um, and our human resource uh, capacity. So mm-hmm. uh, we do... Um, quite a number of, of meals and, and guests can order a pre-order on our website up to 14 days in advance uh, for their, for their meals. And, and another thing, Dale, that I had never anticipated was we, we have family members ordering delivery uh, for their, either, you know, their aunt or their sister or their parents. And these family members live in, you know, the East Coast or Vancouver or in the States. And, you know, it's it's now an online world. So it's just so easy to facilitate ordering of food mm-hmm. and, and purchasing of gift certificates. Yeah. So, of course, you know, the gift certificates are electronic. They simply consist of a, a serial number. And then once our guests supply us with that serial number, they're their credit and their uh, details are, are there for us. So, uh, yeah, even gift certificates are paperless now. Yeah, that, that's really neat. And, and it's uh, not necessarily anything you had planned, 
but the circumstances uh, arose and you've stayed adaptable and you see the needs and you fill them in, yes. which is really neat. Yep. Uh, a neat thing I've also discovered, Steve, is Wednesday. Wednesday has become this trending takeout day. Can you tell us a little bit about that? For sure. For sure. So um, if you haven't heard the, the there's a Wednesdays is now referred to as takeout Wednesdays in the hospitality sector. The idea is to make, you know, one day a week, uh, a takeout day and they, they chose Wednesday. It was launched as an initiative with the great assistance of George Strombolopoulos, who many of us know and, um, George Strombolopoulos and, uh, quite a number of Canadian um, musical artists and Olympians and Chris Hatfield and astronauts talked about what they were doing for takeout days and, and musicians who were self-isolating performed from their homes. And uh, they, they held something called the great Canadian kitchen party. And so the idea was maybe enjoy your takeout while watching it or having finished your takeout, enjoy a glass of wine and, and watch the show and, they offered that the last four Wednesdays on their Facebook channel. Mm-hmm. And uh, the intention is to continue takeout Wednesdays going forward. Really neat thing to help, just to help local business. Restaurants are, in general are having such a tough time as, as so many businesses during this COVID yeah. crisis. And what a, what a thoughtful way to say, hey, we're still out there, we're still serving you, and remind yes. us of how, how we can benefit from that. And Steve, this is features called Pay It Forward. And who would you like to, which business, local business, would you like to pay it forward to so that they can get sure. a uh, some free promotion sure. here? Well, I, yeah, Dale, thank you. Thank you for that. We have um, been very fortunate to have a wonderful relationship with Kojiko. And uh, they've been fantastic to the Woodlawn so I would recommend contacting Mark Rockburn mm-hmm. at uh, Kojiko Community Channel 10. Of course, Kojiko offers services, but also they, you know, they provide the community programming. Kojiko Corporate have been very good to the Woodlawn. So, but I would like to help them to recognize, you know, the work they do for community programming. So Perfect. I think you should call Mark. All right. I will definitely be getting in touch with Mark. And then just to remind the listeners, Steve, about how they can contact you, your your email, uh, I'm sorry, your website again. And, and also, sure. if people are not that handy or uncomfortable with online ordering, there's a phone number they can call as well, yeah. isn't there? Yeah. So, uh, Dale, we, we encourage our guests to use our website. They can go to www.woodlawn.com in.com our website and our online ordering is all integrated there uh, you can purchase gift certificates electronically and you can subscribe to our mailing list there um, if you're having trouble with the internet please give us a call we can be reached at 905-372-2235 of course you can order 24 hours a day and during dinner hours we are somewhat limited in the amount of time we can spend on the telephone because we're mm-hmm. in production. Sure. But, um, during the day, please feel free to call if you, if you need assistance. 
um, hopefully before four o'clock. <laughs> All right. Well, Steve, thank you so much for this. Has been a great interview. And the Woodlawn Inn is certainly one of the reasons Northumberland County is such a great place to live and to move to. And thanks for adapting to these difficult times and serving our community. Well, thank you, Dale. And on behalf of the team, you know, Chef John and Dan and Lee and Maurice and myself, we we thank you for this opportunity and best of luck with the show. Thanks again, Dale. Thanks, Steve. You take care. All the best. Bye-bye. I love talking with Steve. He is so passionate about food, about wine, the history of our community and the community itself. And something we never touched on in this interview was value. Uh, Caroline, do you remember when I was researching for this interview? Yes. And I called you over and I said, Caroline, take a look at the menu and the prices here. The prices were pretty impressive. Yes, really good value. Great value. And, and delicious looking dishes. Yeah, and and we know we we will eat at the Woodlawn mm-hmm. and, and the food is very special there. Yes. And then we were looking at that menu and I think we were both like drooling. <laughs> but they- It was very enticing. Very enticing. And, and they have, they've- They've made the prices very affordable. So don't be fooled by the grand curb appeal there of the Woodlawn. Do yourself a favor and go to woodlawnin.com, check out their takeout menu, and be pleasantly surprised by their excellent value. You've been listening to Reality Realty, Northumberland 89.7 FM's local real estate talk. Join us after this break. And we will continue with our Pay It Forward interviews. Welcome back. This is your local real estate forum, Northumberland 89.7 FM's Reality Realty with Dale Bryant and Carol Ann Bryant. And Carol Ann, I talked to you about this interview I had with Mary Schultz at Black Cat here in Coburg. Mary has a boutique coffee shop, bakery, and I never met her before, but I felt like I was talking to a longtime friend. Okay. Do you remember when we went to Halifax and we went to that small breakfast restaurant? Yes. And that owner was so engaging Mm -hmm. and so personable. And even the clientele there. there Yeah, they were all chit-chatting amongst each other back and forth from the tables. And it kind of felt more like you were in somebody's home than in a restaurant. Yeah. And it reminds me, after speaking with Mary, it reminded me of that restaurant and that whole vibe. Okay. And personal connection that the owner had created and Mary I believe from talking to her has done the exact same thing I get a sense of community and and you really feel the genuine affection towards your clients and it makes you want to be part of the culture mm-hmm. she's created so let's listen in to a recent phone interview I had with Mary Schultz of Black Hat 
Hello, Mary, and welcome to Pay It Forward. Hi, thank you so much for having me. You're very welcome. Mary, can you tell us a bit about yourself and about Black Hat? Um, Sure. I can tell you that I was raised in Coburg. I think a lot of people think that I've just arrived, but I was raised in Coburg. Um, My dad was a teacher at the high school uh, at the East Collegiate, and my mom was a secretary at Merwin Greer. So a lot of people might remember them and through that remember me. Uh, mm-hmm. I moved to Toronto and did my, basically my career was in Toronto. I worked in restaurants in the hospitality industry the whole time that I was there. Um, mostly front of house stuff, waitressing, managing, uh, mm-hmm. stuff like that. But then I, I landed at a place called the Evergreen Brickworks, which is this fabulous place in Toronto. Uh, they have a, a restaurant there and I worked there and became friends with the the um, pastry chef and sort of asked her if I could apprentice with her on my days off and my time off and I did and I really liked it. Um, I saw their business plan there and I saw how that could work. And so a couple of years ago, my father passed away and left me a little bit of an inheritance and I had a decision to make. I had to decide whether that was going to be a new car and a trip, or if that was going to be, <laughs> or if that was going to be um, a way to change my life, and I chose the second. And I knew that the that it was going to have to happen in Coburg if it was going to happen anywhere. I wanted to come home where the people that I like and love most in the world are all here. So I took the big jump and I did it. So you didn't <laughs> buy the car; you bought a big job. <laughs> I bought a headache, a big headache. <laughs> No, well, it's been amazing, and I'm I I I think I did the right thing. Yeah, well, it sounds like you did the right thing because on this pay it forward feature, I mean, we already had two people say we want to pay it forward to Mary at Black Cat. So you're definitely a very popular and valued person here in our community. Oh, that means means a great deal to me. I appreciate you saying that, and yeah. I appreciate that they wanted to do that for me. Yeah, and so tell us a bit about Black Cat then. Okay, well, Black Hat is a little coffee shop in downtown Coburg. We're a pretty casual place, but we make absolutely everything here from scratch. I have a fabulous chef in my kitchen named Jeff May, who who just helps me hold it all together. He does a lot of the bread making, and he makes a lot of the savory stuff. In the beginning, I was doing all of the, the sort of sweet stuff, but now I have a bakery assistant that helps me with that. We feature Pilot Coffee, which is a great, great coffee um, company out of Toronto. We're really, really lucky to um, partner up with them because they're kind of particular about who they will allow to sell their coffee. So we were glad to get that. Hmm, People like their coffees. They do. They absolutely do. And And we really try to make sure we do it right here. It's We're just a little space with some treats and coffee and sandwiches and salads and stuff like that. We're just really not very big. And so you're using that pastry experience that you had in Toronto and you're doing your own then? I am. And um, I've had to learn a lot of things on the fly in the last two years. And I, and I have, and it's been really fun and exciting. I, I mentioned I've already heard so much about your business. And I'm just wondering, with such a, a, a strong name you all already have here in this community, how are you getting people so hooked? 
<laughs> oh, I'm not sure. I hope that it's because of the quality of our stuff is good because we're really careful about that. But I think that my secret weapon is my staff. I have wonderful people working for me. They all really care. They care about the people that come in the door. And I think it comes across. So as much as people come, I think, for the blueberry scones and a, a good cappuccino, I think they also just kind of come to say hello to us. And that's really rewarding, really, really rewarding. Just a place people enjoy being. I think so. I hope so. I was on your website and I was looking at your menu. What? And there was a lot of things that I thought, oh, I would enjoy that. I would enjoy that. <laughs> I would enjoy that. What are some of the best sellers on your menu? Well, certainly the blueberry scones, we sell, we sell those all day. And I would say, hmm, that's a good question. We do a lot of sweet things, but we also have these pretty fabulous paninis that we make. Jeff makes the bread fresh every morning, uh, and then we press them fresh, and they're pretty great. We sell a lot of those as well. Paninis, and so what, what would you get in a panini? Well, we you could do one that's roasted chicken with goat's cheese, and we have a red pepper jelly that we also make here. It sounds like it wouldn't work, but it really works. Yeah. <laughs> and we also do um, roasted pea So we do an entire um, roast of pea and then we slice that and make that into sandwiches with brie cheese and honey mustard. That's a good one. Mm. Yeah. So Mary, I got to ask, I got to ask you about this. It just come okay. into my mind. Black cat, where does that come from? <laughs> Well, it's not it's not that exciting a story, really. I had a black cat, and um, I was talking to my friend about what I was going to name this place because I wanted it to be sort of a, a reflection of what the place was, what we do, and, you know, have a cool coffee shop vibe, but I wasn't sure. And then I said, do you think I could just call it Black Cat after Murray, which who is my cat? And he said, yeah, I think that's exactly what you should call it. So <laughs> we just we just called it black hat after murray was well, certainly easy to remember <laughs> yeah it, it certainly is it turned out it turned out to be a, a pretty brilliant marketing ploy because we get so many people that come in because they have a black cat oh, and they come oh. in and say well we had to come in because we have a black cat that we love so it's actually worked who could have planned that <laughs> <laughs> well what's what's your favorite part of running black cat mary Oh, that's, that's an easy question. It's the people that come in here and frequent the place. Our regulars are unbelievable. And we have a lot of them. We have a lot of people that come a couple times a week. We have a lot of people that come every day. We have a few people that come multiple times a day. And they're all wonderful. And they all make me feel so great. And so many of them have reached out to me during this time. It's just so rewarding. It's hands down the best part of the job. Sounds like you're just having too much fun doing your work. <laughs> well, I do have a lot of fun. I yeah. do have a lot of fun. Yeah. You know, you're talking about the regulars. And here in Northumberland County, and, and particularly in Coburg, we really have a seasonal town. We get a lot of visitors mm -hmm. in the summer. How does business, not right now during this COVID crisis, but how, <laughs> how does business look different at Black Cat during the summer months versus during, say, the winter months? Well, that's a good question because I was really worried about that when we first opened, what was going to happen in September. But I haven't really seen a huge difference. And um, a lot of that, again, comes down to my regular customers. 
And and also just the down the other downtown businesses really take care of one another down here. I I'm so impressed by that. So they'll all come and see me most days, and it's not a it's not a dire situation in the winter time for us. We just sort of you know we sort of make a little less food, and we people have a little bit more time off. But generally, we're it's it's not bad. Very nice. Yeah. Very, very nice, but not so nice right now. We are no. in the middle of this global pandemic, and Ontario is in a state of emergency with COVID-19. How is business looking different now? Well, we're closed, so <laughs> it's mm-hmm. really different. It's very quiet and very lonely. And it, and we're now looking at, at rejigging our whole business model, and I think everybody is, to see how we can accommodate that and it's it's a little bit heartbreaking to me because so much of our business relies on the social aspect of it and people come to see each other or many friendships have been forged here by people that come all the time and have just started talking to one another so that worries me a little bit how mm-hmm. we how we're going to how we're going to maintain that warm feeling that feeling of being somewhere welcoming but handing them their stuff and showing them the door that's a little bit concerning to me and sad yeah. And so, I mean, hopefully one day sooner than later, we will have a vaccine and and it'll become available to everybody and, and we can get back to what would most yeah. resemble normal. But in the mm-hmm. meantime, we're going to have a, a new normal. And right. what do you think that will look like? What will you be doing differently? Well, for us, we're looking at doing a lot more frozen takeaway things. So meals that you can take away. Uh, Something that I was doing that has proven to be pretty popular is selling raw frozen um, scones and biscuits, Mm. cookie dough and things that you can take home and bake off fresh yourself so that you can in the morning, pull out a scone, throw it in the oven and in 20 minutes, you have a fresh one. And we're going to do soups that you can take. Um, Another thing that I feel is important is we're doing small portions of things because we have, a lot of people, myself being one of them, who live by themselves and they don't want a huge container of something that they have to eat. So we're going to try to do small portions of soup and small portions of chili and small portions of other things that you can have in your freezer and have one meal out of. Because I, what I am seeing is a lot of people going this route but doing bulk, big items. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the things we're thinking of. Otherwise, we're... We're just kind of we're just kind of going to open and play it by ear and see what's working and what isn't working. And I think it's so important to just be adaptable. You have to be adaptable to this. Well, Mary, I can't help but think that when somebody hears this interview on Pay It Forward, they are going to be so much looking forward. If they've already if they already know your business, they already are so much looking forward to uh, <laughs> being back in it. But somebody who hasn't been there, I can't see how they wouldn't be itching to get into your business and experience what you have to offer. Um, That's a very nice thing to say. Well, thank you. And you're welcome. Let's pay it forward. Mary, who would you like to pay this forward to? Well, first I want to say thank you for giving me the opportunity to do this because this um, this is an organization that means a lot to me. And I know it means a lot to a lot of people. I'd like to pay it forward to the Northumberland Players. They have been great supporters of my business. They've been a big part of my life since I was a child. They were a big part of my dad's life. And I know that they're looking at really un- 
really uncertain times. Um, mm-hmm. They're a real gift to they're a real gift to this community. For sure. Well, I will definitely be contacting uh, the Northumberland players, and I totally agree that they add so much value to our community. And so do you, Mary, and so does oh, the Black Cat. So Cats. do you. Well, well, thank you, Mary. <laughs> and and just keep up the great work and keep up the great spirit you have. And uh, thanks for being part of what makes our community so fantastic to live in. Oh, thanks. Thanks so much for adapting and, and giving me an opportunity to talk to everybody. You're very welcome. All right, Mary. Well, you take care. You and too. thank you for this. Okay, thanks. Okay, take care, Mary. Bye. Bye. Paninis and soups, blueberry scones, boutique coffees, espresso and tea, lemon bars, butter tarts, brownies, and on and on. And that warm sense of community, I'm sold on it. You're making me hungry. Yes, absolutely. And that's, I guess that's her point. (laughs) (laughs) So folks, don't forget to follow Black Cat on Facebook. And that way you're going to know when Mary's back open and in business. Right. And the people who already know about Mary, they're going to be there right away. If if you're just first learning about Mary right now and Black Cat, it's a place you are going to want to visit. Well, Carol Ann? Yes. That's it. Another show. Another show. And thanks for joining me. Thanks for inviting me. You know I always will. (laughs) You (laughs) You have no choice right now. And folks, thank you, the listeners, for spending time with us this morning. If you have any questions or comments about today's show or for any real estate questions, feel free to contact me by emailing dale at dalebryant.ca. I am an active real estate broker with Royal LePage Pro Alliance Realty Brokerage. And don't forget to join me next Thursday from 11 a.m. until 12 noon for Reality Realty on Northumberland 89.7 FM, Truly Local Radio. Until next week, folks.